Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Soul Tap Podcast. I'm your host, Sabrina Bonuto. I am an Ayurvedic health counselor, a yoga teacher, and an essential oil specialist with doTERRA. And I'm really passionate about helping people slow down enough to find a rhythm of life that they can sustain. I'm also passionate about helping people find simple and sustainable holistic health solutions. That way they can view health in more of a long-term commitment instead of something that is short-term. So today's episode is going to be a little bit more personal. I'm going to be sharing with you my story of how I've evolved over the years with my own health journey. And I'm going to give you some laughs. Actually, the way that this podcast episode came about today is I was making myself a smoothie this morning, just now. And I had this memory come to mind of this time when I was probably about 16 or 17 years old. I was definitely in high school and I was on my way to school. I had just recently gotten a car. I felt so cool being able to drive myself to school. And I will never forget, I had this really cute little smoothie cup, you know, aesthetics, it's important. So I had this cute little smoothie cup on the way and I went to go take a sip of my smoothie that um, was a combination of a Greek yogurt that was coffee flavored, spinach, roasted red peppers. No, they weren't roasted. They were just like bell peppers, just like cut up red peppers (laughs) and like milk, like just milk, (laughs) probably skim milk. Um, and I, (laughs) I remember just gulping this thing down on my way to school thinking it was the most disgusting thing in the entire world, but it was like the epitome of health. And I remember as I was making that smoothie, just trying to, you know, find things that were in my parents' fridge to make it healthy. And, you know, that is apparently what I found to put it together. Why I didn't put fruit in there, I have no idea. My parents always have an abundant amount of fruit in the house. So I'm not sure why that wasn't in there. Maybe because at that time I was believing fruit was bad for you. I have no idea. I have no clue why fruit was not in the equation there Um, or literally any other concoction, but peppers and yogurt coffee flavored yogurt yogurt at that. So funny. But I was literally laughing as I, as I was making my smoothie today, which in case you're curious, because I know someone is, my smoothie today consists of spinach, with which by the way, if you're not blending your spinach in water first before adding all of the other ingredients, you're doing it wrong. If you like it chunky, keep, you know, keep doing that. But if you don't like the chunky consistency of spinach, blend the spinach in the water first. It literally changed my life. So we have spinach, which you can't even taste, pineapple, mango, some almond milk, some chia seeds, and um, doTERRA vanilla protein powder. So this tastes way better than the roasted red pepper coffee. I can promise you that. Um, So I was laughing as I was putting the smoothie together this morning, just thinking about how how it's so funny to connect the dots of anything, but especially connect the dots of the story of our health and how we've gotten to where we are. And so I want to share that with you. I want to share that with you in hopes that, you know, if there's someone out there who's curious about starting a health journey and maybe you've never focused on your health before, maybe this can inspire you to realize that you really can start anywhere. And let yourself have fun with it. Let yourself, you know, try things that maybe are weird and maybe even disgusting or just, just have fun with it because there's going to be a time where you, you turn around in gratitude for all of the funny little stories and you say, oh my gosh, how did we even get here? Um, so we all have to start somewhere, right? 
So let me start with my family history. And I think it's really important to talk about family history when it comes to health because I believe that a lot of the habits that we develop are from our family history. And I'm actually reading this really fascinating book right now. Gosh, I can't remember it off the top of my head. It's by Dr. Caroline Leaf. Um, oh, it's it's Switch On Your Brain. That's what it's called. It's Switch On Your Brain. And the first part of it is really all about how we have the ability to shift and change the expression of our genes. And sure, there might be some things that are passed down from us from generations, but ultimately the way that we handle what's passed down to us is what's going to dictate if we are going to develop a disease or illness most of the time. And the statistics to back that up are really extraordinary. And it really inspires me to not only be a healthy person for myself, for my future children and generations to come and descendants, but to help other people adopt the same mindset. I think that sometimes we have this fixed mindset that, you know, we are only here and now and that we don't, we just don't realize how much our habits today are going to affect the world later. And that just lights me up and that's really exciting. Um, And it's also really reassuring to know that we're not doomed because of our family history. We're not. Listen, I, I love my family. Fam, if you're listening to this, I love you so much. And overall, my family is very healthy, I would say. You know, I think that my family is really conscious. We've, we've always um, done the best that we could with what we had to keep ourselves healthy. Um, but, you know, I will say I come from a family who um, we are Italian on my dad's side. My dad's from Italy. So we're hundred percent Italian over there, Italian on my mom's side. And so we value food a lot and we definitely value unhealthy food a lot. And there's definitely been um, illnesses that have run through my family history and lineage because of unhealthy habits. Um, and you know, by the way, if you're listening to this and you're like, dang, I already have an illness or I already have a disease. Listen, that don't, I don't want you to think that you it's too far, like it's done. You know, that's not true. Actually, there's also studies to support the fact that even if you've already developed an illness, you can still live a healthy life. I mean, my grandfather, he lived well into his 80s and he had diabetes for a great portion of the last part of his life. He was very regimented and very... Um, very healthy as a, uh, even as a diabetic. And so I, I don't want you to think that you're doomed. Don't throw in the towel there. But I, I just think it's important to acknowledge family history. So my family history, we're Italian. We value food. We are uh, <laughs> addicted to sugar, oh, definitely addicted to sugar. Um, and that's kind of where I, where I started my quote unquote health journey. I, uh, Nutella was a health product. Uh, it was a healthy nut butter and, um, you know, cookies and warm milk for breakfast at my grandparents house growing up was definitely a thing. And that's something that obviously I would not deem as a supportive, healthy breakfast now. But again, do I believe my grandparents were trying to, you know, give me unhealthy food? No, I think that everyone did the best they can with what they, what they knew. Um, but we learn, right? We learn. So going, you know, following the trajectory of my own story, when I was seven years old, I was diagnosed with a heart condition, which was really scary. And that was like, you know, the first health scare, if you will, and extremely traumatic. And it impacted me for years and years and years later, especially in terms of my 
anxiety and mental health in regards to health situations. And although there was a lot of you know negative that felt like it came out of that and constantly being in and out of the hospital at such a young age was not fun, um, there's a lot of gratitude I have for those years because I do firmly believe that I am so passionate about helping people become healthier and better versions of themselves because of what I've been through. And I don't think that I would be as passionate about my health if I were never concerned about my health. Um, So obviously seven years old is like super young. I didn't have the knowledge or the wisdom I have today to know how important it is to take care of yourself. But I do believe that was like the launching platform for me. And I I believe that that is like, hey, God's going to use what the enemy meant for evil and turn it into good, right? Like I've, I've seen that in my health journey so, 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 so clearly. And so I, if I like look back to like my really younger years, like really thinking back to, um, to when, like, when did this all start? When did I become so passionate about taking care of my body and taking care of my mind? I remember the, this, uh, book. Um, oh, you know what it was? So it was the American doll book, the, wait, no, the American girl book. You know, that book that like all girls ever had that basically taught you about getting your period. You guys know what I'm talking about, right? My mom, your mom like sat you down in your bedroom one day and gave you the book. Yeah. I think we've all, (laughs) we've all had that book given to us. Most of us at least. So I remember I developed really, really young. I was significantly taller than everyone else. I got my period way earlier than anyone else. I like literally had to hide it. When I, when we did that like grown to maturity thing where they would split the boys and the girls and teach you about hormones and sex and what's going to happen to your bodies, I literally already had my period. And I was like, this is embarrassing. Like I was so, 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 so like, oh my gosh, these people don't know this already. Um, I was really young. I'm the same height now that I was in like fifth grade. And um, because of that, I remember I always like weighed more than other people. I started to have to wear a bra sooner than everyone else. I would tape my bra to my like tank tops because I didn't want people seeing that I was wearing a bra. It was like a really, it was a thing. And I say all of this because I do believe that actually had a, a role in me being passionate about my health because actually this is actually kind of sad, but when I would go to the doctor or when I would go to like, you know, those like, you know, those tests they used to give us in gym class where they would weigh us and then they we do like the mile run and the sit-ups and like all those things. Like I was always told that I was above average, meaning that I was like overweight for my age. And I, you know, first of all, do they still do that? Because that's a problem. But I, I just remember like even at the doctor's office being like, okay, well, you know, you're technically in the overweight category. And, you know, being so young, you don't, you don't understand the truth behind it. And my, my parents were amazing. Like I, my mom was like, so good at educating me about the truth behind what was happening to my body and, you know, had so many conversations with me, but you know, you still go to school and you have your friends and all my friends were smaller than me. And, um, I, I thought there was something wrong with me. And so I, at a young age thought that I had to lose weight, which this is a little sad to like say out loud, but it's true. That's really kind of, especially where I started thinking like, okay, I have to take better care of myself. And, um, I used to get these magazines. I don't remember what they were called. They were like these magazines for young girls. They were just like these cute magazines. It's, it's, it was almost like the American doll book that I was just talking about, or American girl book, but um, a magazine that I would get every month. 
and they had these workouts in them. And I really wish that I kept one. Like I would love to see what I was doing, but they had these like workouts in them. They were super simple, you know, just ways to move your body, like 10 minute movement or whatever. It was a super, super health supportive magazine. And I started doing these little workouts, um, in my bedroom as like a 10 year old, not even. And I just noticed how much movement helped me. And I really loved the feeling of moving my body. And I was always a pretty active kid. I I didn't really play sports. I've, I've told people this before on this podcast, even maybe, but I, my parents tried to get me into sports. I played softball for one game, rang the, ran the wrong way on the bases and caught the ball with the hand that didn't have the glove on it. And I was done. I was like, we're not doing this anymore. (laughs) And so I, you know, I resorted to getting my activity in by playing manhunt with the neighborhood kids and, you know, tag in the backyard, um, and doing these little workouts. And then eventually around like eight or nine years old, this was my parents put me in a kid's yoga class. This was mainly to help me with, um, adapting to a move that we had just gone through moving from upstate or moving from downstate New York to upstate New York and um, just helping to get me into something and get me into some sort of community, but also move my body and help my mind as well. So that's where my yoga kind of started, which is really, really cool to look back on. And I didn't understand what was happening then, right? Like I was so young, I was so naive. I just knew it made me feel better. And I think that that's also why it's really important to give kids the opportunity to feel that so they can, you know, they can feel the experience of moving their body. And um, that's why I love working with younger, younger kids so much and, and getting into schools and helping them with all of this stuff, because I think it's really important to give them experience because it's something that you remember and then you have as a resource, as a tool in your back pocket. Um, so yeah, overall I was, I was pretty active and then going into my junior year of high school. Yeah. My junior year of high school, I'm, you know, fully developed. And at this time, I think it was in junior year of high school, I was put on birth control. And so now my hormones are going absolutely haywire trying to adjust to that. And, um, this was, you know, the time where you're, you're still living under your parents' roof. Um, I still have to follow my parents' rules. I'm, I'm kind of eating dinner with my parents here and there. My mom always cooked like really well, um, for us, but you start to experience the world and be able to make your own decisions. So I got to start to make my own decisions of if I'm moving my body or what I'm putting into my body, it wasn't as controlled. And so, you know, go out, going out with friends all the time at this, at this point, I was in a relationship with someone who was not health conscious, literally by any stretch of the matter. I don't think many of us were when we were that young anyway, but we would literally eat trash all the time. And I've never been someone who like could eat whatever I want and not feel, feel it after. Like I'm definitely one of those people I can like look at a cookie and like, I feel like I ate the cookie. Um, so I, I gained about 30 pounds my junior year of high school and an unhealthy 30 pounds, mind you. It was not, um, it was not healthy. Oh, I kind of forgot a, a step. Uh, I guess I, I guess I kind of said it with like, um, moving my body, but I was on the track and field team, but I had to quit because my heart condition was actually flaring up every time I would go for a sprint on the field or on the track. And, um, so I quit running. So I wasn't that active anymore either. So, um, anyway, so I gained all this weight 
And I remember one day, and mom, if you're listening to this, I wonder if you remember this too. But I remember one day, I just felt like trash. I just felt like trash. I just, you know, if, if you've ever gained weight before, most of us have gone through that period of time where we're fluctuating weight, or if you've lost weight, and you know that you're at an unhealthy place with your body, and especially with your mind, it can really hit you, but it, it, it almost like hits you. You don't even realize it's happening, and then it hits you one day. So I remember, you know, just having one of those days, I was probably trying to figure out something to wear for whatever and nothing fit and nothing looked good. And I felt terrible. And I had, you know, a breakdown and my mom had a really honest conversation with me that was filled with so much love and was not, you know, at all trying to, um, you know, put me down in any way. But she said, Sabrina, you're not taking care of yourself. And I remember I was so offended by this at the time, <laughs> but I remember she was like, you're not, you're not taking care of yourself. Like you used to take care of yourself so well and, and you're not taking care of yourself anymore. And this is why you don't feel good. And, you know, I was mad at her for probably the rest of the day, <laughs> stubborn. Um, but that conversation is quite literally what put me back on the path of even caring about myself and caring about my body and caring about my mind. And shortly after that, I decided that I wanted to get healthier and I wanted to lose the weight that I had gained. And so I literally, th this was when the red pepper coffee smoothies started coming into play was at this time, like what, 16, 17 years old. Um, and I, I just started going to the gym. I got a Planet Fitness membership and I tracked my calories. That was it. That was literally it. At this point in time, YouTube didn't, I don't even know if YouTube existed. And if it did, I don't think people were posting fitness stuff, which I'm kind of grateful that my health journey didn't start at the time that all of that was on there because I don't know if that would have been healthy for me. Um, but I, I just, that's all I did. I was just like, well, okay, I'm just going to eat a little bit less or just eat healthier overall, control what I'm eating, control my portion sizes a little bit and move my body more. And that was it. And within a year I had lost 20 plus pounds and I felt incredible and I felt better again. And I always say this to people. I firmly believe that it takes one time. I think it takes one time to really derail off of the path and of health to and then to get back on it to understand how it works and to understand I don't want to say how easy it is because it's not easy but how simple it is to feel better about yourself and to feel better about where you're at and I'm always so grateful for this and now mind you like things fluctuate and change all the time here you know I'll 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 go a little bit deeper in a little while here to show you that I've even though I you know got to where I wanted to be at that point in my life I went right back to a place where I didn't want to be just a couple of years later. And I think that it's important for us to have grace and compassion for that, that things ebb and flow, our focus sometimes moves to other things and 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 that happens. And we have to be gracious towards ourselves, but keep in the back of our minds, you know, the formula of of taking care of ourselves and knowing what works for us and remembering that feeling of what it feels like to truly take care of ourselves, right? So, you know, that was you know a huge part of my health journey was going through that weight loss journey and um, feeling so much better about myself. And at this point I was headed into college and um, I, I reconnected with yoga in a really, really big way. And so I started practicing 
yoga really, really, really routinely. And this is what really got me especially back into, um, well, I shouldn't say back into, but introduced me to a holistic approach to life, which was really attractive to me and made so much sense. And that was really cool. Like that's, that's definitely what, um, what launched me, I guess, into my holistic health path. I also have a best friend named Julie who I met her in college, my first year of college, and we always laugh together at our health journeys that we've like totally had like parallel relationships with because we, oh my gosh, we would do these like funny little workouts in the basement of our freshman dorm building and we would, you know, try to eat healthy at the dining hall. And then on the weekends we would stuff our face with like massive calzones and undo all of it. It was just like, we like, we were in it together, just like trying to find that balance of being a college student, but also being healthy. And that's like, I could go, oh my gosh, we have so many stories that I can laugh at of like, oh my gosh, remember when we thought we were the epitome of health when we did XYZ? It's it's amazing to look back on. Um, and, you know, it, it's kind of evolved from there. I've just, I've just continued to grow in my, in my lifestyle and in my health. And um, there, I feel like I'm kind of going back and forth here, but this is the point. I want to show you how much your health journey is going to evolve and going to change. By my second year, I think, it, yeah, it was my sophomore year of college. This is when the fitness industry really started blowing up or that I was really starting to become aware of it. And I was like, wait, what is this? People are cutting, people are tracking macros. There was this really big hype around tracking macros. And now I didn't necessarily have to lose weight, but I felt like I had to because everyone was tracking macros and that was like the really big focus at the time, which it was so, so, so unhealthy. And so I actually got to an unhealthy place going in the opposite direction. Um, at this time, just, you know, eating way, way, way too little and, um, just losing too much weight. Right. And then I met David. <laughs> And then I met David, who, when I met David, he was a personal trainer at a gym. That's actually where we met. And he spoke so much truth over, you know, what it means to be healthy and what it means to be strong. And he helped me so much in just really getting to a healthy spot for me. And he he really helped me a lot because he was definitely more of like a, um, a you know, health over aesthetics, I guess, if you will. Like he, he, I remember him looking at my macros and being like, what are you doing? He's like, these, these aren't macros. This is starvation. Like, where did you even learn this? And I'm like, YouTube, all the fitness influencers are saying this. Um, and so that was really cool. And, you know, again, this is where I, I started my yoga career even, which then introduced me to Ayurveda, which then introduced me to a whole resource of holistic health remedies. And um, that is, I mean, I guess kind of how I got to where I am now, where I'm super conscious about what I'm putting on my body, what I'm putting in my body, how I'm feeling mentally, physically, knowing that it's all connected. I think it, it took me until I was like 24 years old to really understand how everything is all connected. I got off of birth control, um, probably when I was 23 or 24, a couple years, a couple years ago. And my skin absolutely blew up. I can do a whole different podcast episode on this, but my skin completely was so ridden with acne. It was really, really bad. Um, and that really opened my eyes to understanding, wait a second, 
what was going on all of these years? What was going on all of these years when I was on birth control and my skin was super clear? What was going on? It was everything was being so controlled to the point where it was actually covering up a lot of stuff that was underneath the surface. And so when I got off of it, it everything kind of surfaced and showed itself. And now if you're on birth control, sometimes when I tell this story, people are like, oh my gosh, that scares me. I don't want to get off of birth control. First of all, it was 100% worth it. I would do all of it again to be able to feel the way I feel right now in my health and in my body. 100% it was worth it. Second of all, I wasn't expecting it, so I didn't prep for it. There are ways that you can support and prep your mind and your body to get off of birth control. And I did not do that. So, you know, be smarter about it if you are listening to this and that's something that you are curious about. And I'd be more than happy to help you with that process because I've learned so much. Um, and my skincare journey, my skin health journey or whatever, if you will, was a process in itself as well. And guys, I didn't even touch on my mental health journey throughout all of this, which you guys know is something I'm so passionate about. And maybe that's something I can do a whole different podcast on, but I just wanted to to share my health journey, where I came from, show you how we went from the roasted red pepper coffee smoothie to the delicious, nutritious green smoothie that tastes just absolutely amazing. And again, just remembering everyone has to start somewhere. And this goes for anything in life, but especially with our health. You have no idea how much better you can feel from just changing one thing. And that's all it takes. I mean, I'd say this in my tagline all the time. It needs to be simple. It needs to be sustainable. If it's if it means starting with drinking more water in a day, let it be. If it means moving your body for 10 minutes, go for a 10-minute walk every single day. If you are not moving your body at all right now, you're extremely sedentary. If you go for an intentional 10-minute walk once a day, increase that to two 10-minute walk, two 10-minute walks, in a day, you know, in the next coming weeks, I promise you, you are going to feel like a whole different person. There are some people that I work with, you know, I, I, have uh, in my Ayurvedic practice, there are some people I work with where, you know, I'm, I'm looking at them as we're on our consultation and I'm like, man, this person just needs to eat more vegetables. That's all I want them to do is incorporate more whole foods into their diet and nothing else. And guys, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I feel really guilty because I'm like, oh gosh, like, here this person invested in my work and and they trust me to give them this massive protocol of all these different things right i know the truth though i know that giving a massive protocol of things is not going to work and of course you know I, I, I recommend other things within their protocol aside from fruits and vegetables, but I give them a focus. And a lot of times my main focus is so, so simple that I walk away being like, okay, you know what? I trust that if they really, really were to focus on that one simple thing, we can then focus on the bigger things in our next consultation. That's kind of the system of how my practice has evolved into working because that's just the truth of the matter. And 99.9% .9 of the time, the client comes back and is like, whoa, I really had no idea that just incorporating more whole foods into my diet was going to help me or more water or more movement or whatever it is. And it's so simple and it's so basic. And it's one of those things that I'm like, oh my gosh, everyone is saying the same thing for a reason. So 
I'm going to wrap this up right here. I pray that you are in just such a great place with your mind right now, looking forward to your health journey, wherever you are standing right now, it doesn't matter. What matters is that you take ownership of your health. You take ownership of your life and realize that it is going to lead such an incredible movement for not only yourself and future generations to come for, but for every single person that interacts with you. So I hope this landed with you. I hope you enjoyed hearing a little bit of my story and I hope you have a great day. Bye-bye.